0: Guys, four words. Get with the program. It's your boy Clint and this is the Tile Freak. Tile Freak. Tile Freak. Tile freak. Podcast. You know- Today's episode is brought to you by Core Diamond Abrasives. It's founded in 2013 and has become one of the most recognizable diamond abrasive brands in North America. At Core, their focus is to introduce their customers to world-class diamond blades and to develop industry-changing technologies that will keep the brand and its loyal customers ahead of the curve. What's up, guys? We got a good one for you today. It's all about getting with the program. This is your boy, Clint. Welcome to the Tile Free Podcast. Get with the program. And what do I mean by that? I'm talking about all the products, the new age stuff, the plastics, the shit that all the mud dogs, my boys out there, don't love to adapt to and don't want to kind of get into. These products are are unfortunately a necessary evil for our trade. And I'll explain why. Uh, by telling you a little bit about when I came up, I had a mentor named Don Bankston. Thank you, Don, for everything you've done for me. He's still my mentor to this day. I still reach out to him from time to time, or even when I'm on job sites, think to myself, what would Don do in this situation? He was as good as a mentor as anybody could be in regards to the tile trade and learning and educating yourself and becoming your own person. Don was so adamant and, and so deliberate when it came to waterproofing and mud work it was insane and it was actually fun to watch him work which i do my best to 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 be that same type of person when i'm installing don had this thing though where he would not allow me to become a journeyman tile setter until i learned from and worked with many other different setters and If you're not a tile setter, bear with me for a minute, follow along because I'm going to bring this back around and you're going to take some value from this. I promise no matter what you're in, whatever trade you're in, whatever business you're starting, this is going to make sense to you. So Don was always adamant about me going out and, and going into other companies learning from their best setters, learning from setters who worked by themselves, learning from setters who worked in a group of 200, 300. But in Monterey, there was such a small town, there wasn't a lot of big companies. So we went to uh, Reno, I decided to go to Reno and and set tile in Reno and join the union. So I left Dawn. After a couple of years working with him, my apprenticeship with him was coming to an end personally and professionally. (laughs) I think we both agreed it was time to part ways uh, in regards to working every day together. So I went to Reno. I'm in Reno. I jump in the union. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm thinking that every day is going to be like it was with Don. Boy, was I surprised. And this is part of the reason I believe that Don pushed me away is because he wanted me to see what other people were doing, and not just what he did. I, I was shocked. The amount of care and concern that went into these projects was like nil. We had worked in these these homes. They're called track homes, and what you have is about 300 homes, and every third home is exactly the same. So you have three different models out of 300 houses. So you have 100 houses that are identical. These are called track homes. So you'd have these row of houses, like a suburban neighborhood. They'd plant us there and they'd say, okay, you need to do all the tile in the house. So one guy was really good with mud. So he did the mud work and tiled the countertops. Yes, we used to tile countertops and do mud on countertops with sea rails, fat mud, deck mud. And we did all the tubs and the showers. So I was assigned to the tub enclosures. I was making 15 bucks an hour and I was told that I had to complete three glue tubs a day and I told them I'm a professional journeyman tile setter even though my boss, Don, my mentor, told me not to tell him this. I decided I wanna wanna show them what I can do because I'm a pro. So they said you have to do three glue tubs a day. So for those of you that don't know out there, glue tubs are basically four and a quarter by four and a quarter dowel tile that's glued with mastic on top of green board. A lot of you out there are gonna go, what the fuck? You would never do that nowadays. And I'm saying, yes, I agree with you. But at the time, that was the status quo. Because I was unsure of things, and I didn't know if this was part of my experience that Don was trying to get me to go through, or whether it was just for him, for me to see how fucked up the world was and how you shouldn't do shit. Either way, I jumped into it both feet. So I started beginning, and by the way, I could only do one glue tub a day at the time. And that was a struggle. It didn't look the greatest, I, I will say. It was pretty much hackery. So the boss comes down to me and says, look, I got to drop your pay. You're not doing enough. And you're going to move you back into an apprenticeship or helper status. So I said, okay, I dropped back down, decided to quit because I wasn't make the money I want and moved on. The point is, is at the time green board and glue Mastic was the status quo. If you look back at those same showers, they didn't last more than two years the bottom row of the tile was falling off, there was mold everywhere, it was garbage. But could you imagine if I started my career with that company and I worked for them for 10, 15 years and all we ever did was glue tile on green board? Well, you would say you learned the wrong way, right? But to me, it wouldn't have been the wrong way. To me, it would have been the right way. It would have been the only way I ever learned. So what I'm getting to is a lot of Installers take what they learned the first year or two years and they apply that as their quote unquote Bible throughout their entire career. They never continue the education, they never go after more information. This is a problem because even myself, four years ago, went into a tile shop and they tried to sell me clips. And I said, absolutely not. I'm not using clips because when you clip it, it picks up the tile and it leaves a void underneath. That was my thought process. I was using an old school thought process. I didn't like to do anything but mud work. I moved to Canada. Nobody in Canada is mudding walls. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to mud my walls. I'm selling clients who have never heard of mud work. I'm selling clients the idea that they they need to do mud work. Otherwise, the shower is not going to last. And I did many jobs where we mudded the walls. The issue with that is again, you're not allowing yourself to adapt and progress in the trade. Now you wanna watch, I do agree. You wanna make sure that when a new product is introduced, you don't look at that product and take it and run with it and say, oh, this is the greatest thing. It's you know, It's been around for three months and I believe wholeheartedly, of course not. But you have to keep your mind open to new processes. And if you've been in the trade for 15, 20 years, I promise you that The stuff you learned 20 years ago may not be the stuff that people are learning now. Open your mind, adapt to the scenario, adapt to the situation. If you were a baker and you learned only to bake stuff with high fats and high carbs and all this other stuff, the new baking styles are a little different. We've been educated. We've learned the food pyramid has changed. In fact, I was terrible at school. The one thing that I was always good at was math. Why was I good at math? Because it made sense. But not just made sense to me. It made sense over the history of time. Math hasn't changed since the fucking pyramids were built. It's the only subject that never changed. So unless you're talking about math, if you're talking about tile, if you're talking about selling cars, if you're talking about manufacturing cars, or baking, or electronics, or any fucking thing, there has been evolvement. 50 years ago didn't look like it does now. And in fact, most of the things we learned, by the way, smoking was encouraged to pregnant women 50 years ago. Think about that. So the medical industry, the electronic industry, all these different things have changed and evolved and gotten smarter and better. So unless you're talking about math, then don't give me that shit about this is the only way to do things that I learned 20 fucking years ago. Big thanks to CORE for this week's episode. Really appreciate the love, and you can find their products, this one and many more at the tilefreakstore.com. Like, subscribe, follow to the YouTube channel, Instagram, all that good stuff. And the last thing, as always, is get the fuck back to work.